Welcome to Heart Church. We believe that the gospel has the power to change your whole life or your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. It's so good to welcome you uh, from wherever you are uh, this, this morning. And uh, we're going um, to be doing things um, a little bit differently today. Um, and if you're at home um, right now, um, then uh, I, I know Townsend and Kezia uh, suggested um, that you go and uh, get uh, some, uh, some juice and a little bit of cracker or bread, uh, because we are going to be uh, breaking bread today um, and uh, at the Albert Hall and here at City Site, you, know, you have had um, opportunity to uh, grab one of these uh, on on the way in. Over the next few weeks, we've uh, we're going to be just focusing on the presence of God, and hopefully, to create hunger in us an understanding and awareness that this is this is not just a nice idea; it's it's something that we need, like like we breathe the air we need we need God and and so I'll be honest with you today is a little bit experimental so I want you to really work with me because uh, I'm not I'm not going to typically preach as I might but we're going to we're going to have opportunities to um, pause and reflect about what I've just talked about and, um, and, and that is going to be based around um, communion today. And so it's just a, it's a little bit of a, of, a, of a different pace and a little bit of a different approach. Um, at different points, I'll talk about breaking of bread, about the Lord's Supper, about communion. Uh, some of you from other church traditions might even know it as the Eucharist. Um, but all those point to the same thing that we are, are we do, uh, that we're doing today. I'm going to read in. I'm going to read um, a scripture in in just a moment. But I want to lead us on moment in moments of engagement, and hopefully, some of this you'll be able to take away with you, and in your own personal time with God, um, have an opportunity just to focus on some of these things or it might prompt you uh, to also focus um, uh, on some things that um, the Spirit of God prompts in your own heart. So it's a little bit different. Is that okay? Is that okay, Albert Hall? Is that okay? I can't hear you, but I just hope there's not in of agreement right now by faith in Jesus' name. In the room here today at City Site. Can I see some nods of agreement? That's fantastic. I appreciate that. You know, I know when we come, uh, you know, and I say this to Albert Hall and Cityside, we, we so focus when we get together on what we can't do. Let's remember what we can do. So we can say amen. We can uh, clap. We can nod in agreement. So the, there are things that we can do. Uh, and so... Um, if you're present, you know, wherever you are, you can engage in that way. 
amazing. So in, in order to, uh, to come lead it into this moment, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, come via the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church. And, and in your Bibles, and, and that, this will come up on the screen, 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 to 25. And, and this is what Paul wrote to that church. He said, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of of me. This doesn't really uh, apply if you're watching from home today, but if you're here in the room or if you're at Albert Hall, as I say, you'd have received one of, of, of these. Um, there is actually a little bit of a technique to it. When we get to it, we're going to do this at the end, but uh, there's like two layers, and so there's like a see through upper layer. Uh, that you peel off and there's a little wafer there and, and then the, there is the pink cerise layer to be precise uh, that you can peel away for the, the juice inside and I was, I was thinking uh, you know about this because it's, it's plastic it's, I mean, we've had to do it because it's the only sanitary way we can uh, break bread together uh, at this time. But it's, it's plastic, it's disposable, it's convenient, it's, it's sanitized. And I just thought, you know, let's call it like it is. It doesn't really, when you look at that, it doesn't really look like we're going to have a moment. I mean, if I was... If I was coming off the street today, and you might, you might be, this might be your first time. You might have not been uh, in, in, in Heart Church in person before, and you're handed one of these. Maybe if you've just come to the Lord, and it's like, well, what's this? What is it, you know? Uh, because we, we, we project a lot of meaning on it, but the truth is, it's just a cheap plastic. I can hear someone now. I can't literally hear them, but they're saying, hey, it wasn't cheap. But it looks cheap. It looks cheap. And it doesn't look like we're going to have a moment, even though we are. But I was, I was then reflecting to that, that first communion that I've just read about where on the night Jesus was betrayed, they, 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 took, the, they took, took the bread and took the, the cup. Now, we know now that they were having a moment. But they didn't know they were having a moment. Well, they knew it was a, the Passover. They knew that. They, they'd all done that since they were children. They'd done that. They'd grown up like that. It was like, I don't know. It was maybe 
something a bit like Christmas to us. It was just something that they did every year. And it was a time of celebration. And, you know, they, they remembered some things. But, but I, I want to I say that those disciples, when they came to that moment, they thought they knew what that moment was all about. And maybe today, as you come to this moment, you think you know what this is all about. Ah, I've done it before. Know all this. Know all about it. But, you know, you, know, you could also say, well, maybe worse than that is, is that those disciples were over-familiar. They didn't even really feel connected to the moment. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could say that. Maybe this is something you've done for years. Been to church for years, broke bread for years, done that, seen that, got the t-shirt. And, and if you're being absolutely honest, it's something that you do, but maybe you go through the motions of it and don't feel that connected to it. Their heads were full of what they thought they knew. And that caused a blockage between what, between what they knew and what God wanted to do in that moment. Now we're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment. But I want us to just pause. It might help you to get rid of distraction for a moment and close your eyes. And let me say, let me, let me say this. As you come to the breaking of bread this morning. What are you expecting from this moment? Do you need, perhaps, to get beyond the ordinariness, the familiarity, the plastic, and be reminded that Jesus wants us present. Not distracted. Not with scattered thoughts. Lord, do something new in my heart. Today, revive my appetite for you. Revive my appetite for you. Amen. You can open your eyes. Have you, ever, have you ever had that experience when um, maybe, maybe you're cooking dinner or someone's cooking dinner and, um, and you, 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 send, you, you get the aromas of dinner being cooked and, and maybe you've even said it, I don't know. I know I've said it, that uh, you get a whiff of, of what's being cooked and, 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 then, and then you say, you know, I didn't realize how hungry I was. Anyone know what I'm talking about? 
You know, or maybe you start eating, you say, I didn't realize how hungry I was. There was something about the moment that reminded you of your appetite or reminded you of your hunger. It was like, I wasn't even aware of how hungry I was. And, and you know, I, I'm believing that today for some of us, as we come around this moment, as we come around the breaking of bread, then our appetite for God will be revived. And that, and that we will find ourselves hungry again, more hungry than we thought we were. We thought this was just an ordinary moment, but actually, wow, I'm more hungry. I'm more hungry than I thought. You see, the disciples would have been very familiar with this moment. There was, you've got to remember that when they came to, as I said, this moment, they didn't know they were having a moment. They just thought it was just what they'd always done. But, but actually, uh, Jesus was redefining what this moment was about. He was taking something that was very familiar to them. This meal was the Passover. It pointed back to a time when, when, they, uh, uh, in, when they'd been slaves in Egypt and um, there'd been many plagues. Many of you know the story. And then, and then the angel of death went over to, to destroy the firstborn of the land and only those who had put the blood of a spotless perfect lamb on the doorposts on the lintels of their home only in those places did, did they survive because the angel of death passed over and that's why it was called the pass over and so that's what they had gathered to remember they they, they ate the lamb. They remembered of how God had delivered them. And so there was a whole host of picture language here in this moment that God is a God who delivers you, that God is a God who sets you free, that God uh, is, 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 is uh, able to, um, to deliver you from death and, and, and bring you into freedom. That's what the Passover was all about. But Jesus was redefining this moment. He, he says, this is the new covenant. I know you think you know what this meal is about, but right now, this meal that had connected you to the past is now going to connect you to me. I'm redefining this moment. This moment is now the new covenant. You've had the old covenant and that had its place. I, I, Jesus said elsewhere that he didn't come to take anything away from the law, but he was saying that I have come to fulfill the law. I fulfill the law. This is the new covenant. From this day forth, this meal will connect you to me. And the forgiveness and the life, the salvation, the hope, the wholeness that comes through me. This is a moment because Jesus wasn't going to be around. Jesus was going. But he's saying, whenever you do this, you'll be connected to me. Let's pause. Maybe close our eyes.
Jesus said some things about himself that I would like you to reflect on in this moment. As we're connected to him, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Wow, he's the bread. He's the bread. He's he's the one who satisfies our hunger. He's the one who meets our needs. He is the one who sustains us. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Wherever you are feeling in darkness right now, where you're feeling confused, where you're feeling uncertain, unsure, Jesus says, I am the light. I'll show you the way. I will lead you. Jesus said, I am the door. Where, even where there is, even where there is no door, even where there is no way, He is the door. He is the way. He is the way maker. He will make the way for you. Right now, you might be worried about your future. You might be worried about your job. You might be worried about your education. You might worry about what this year and a half has done to your life. But you are not your own. In fact, the next I am, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. He is looking after you in the ups and the downs, in the ins and the outs. He is there for you right now in this moment. He is looking out for you. You might feel so alone. You might feel lonely. You might feel like, who cares? But Jesus cares. He is the good shepherd. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There are many ways presented to us on social media on YouTube. There are so many things that we can engage with. So many things that are a way. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. Jesus said about this meal, remember who I am. This meal is about a moment to remember. Lest you forget, remember. 
Remember who I am. Remember what I have done for you. Remember that I love you. Remember who I am. Remember what I have done for you. Remember that I love you. Amen. You can you can open your eyes. You see, this this is not a sentimental mushy kind of love this, 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 this love isn't the kind of love I don't know that we may have experienced in our life which is here today and maybe we're not sure about it tomorrow but this love is solid and, and consistent and, and, and I'm convinced of this because of the environment that these things were declared and it's, it's maybe something that you've heard a thousand times and and, and brushed over it. And I actually said it today, but uh, we said it in that scripture right, right there at the beginning where it says, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed. This, this love is revealed in the context of betrayal. There was a betrayer at the table. And, and what I love about that is that this, this, this is messed up, man. This is messed up. He was saying all these things to his disciples. Some of them in just a very little while were going to deny him and run away. Judas was there, present in this moment. And, and I want to I wanna say that, that here, as we come to break bread today, as we come to take of the cup, and, and, and you know, down the generations, Jesus invites us to his table. He said, I see you. I see you. And I love you. I know that there's betrayal in our hearts. I know that we're messed up. We're not perfect. I'm here in this moment. I don't know about you, but is anyone here glad? Is anyone happy at home? Is anyone in the Albert Hall so relieved to know that he knows everything about me and loves me? I don't know, maybe during lockdown, you've discovered some things about yourself that even you didn't realize were there. And and you're not loving that. I get that. You see, the thing is, Jesus knew about it. Jesus isn't going, oh my gosh, Gabriel, can, can you believe that? He's not saying, he knows everything about you, even the things you are not aware of. And he loves you. I wonder, maybe, I don't know, just in your head right now, you can think, wow, you know about that. And you love me? I don't know that I would love me knowing that. But you love everything about me. Enough to die for me. This is my body 
broken for you. This is my, this is my blood poured out for you. See, when we come back time and time again to this moment, communion is a place where I can continually come to remember Jesus and to be reminded that I am seen and I am loved. And I'm not perfect. But in my imperfect, messed up self, I'm welcome at the table. I'm welcome at the table. Maybe we could take a moment here to close our eyes again. Oh God. Sometimes I get so afraid that people will see who I truly am. Sometimes I feel I feel ashamed of the way I've spoken or the things that I've done. I don't always mean to be like that, Jesus. I'm sorry. But Lord, I know today that you know who I am. And you love me. And you love me enough to show me the way to freedom. I thank you that I'm welcome at your table. I thank you that I don't have to sort myself out. I don't have to get myself cleaned up. I can just come as I am and you will love me and you will accept me and you will receive me and you will love me enough to help me change, to help me be free because I want to be free. I don't want to be like that in that area. I don't want to think like that. I don't want to do that. But Lord, sometimes I can't help it. Help me to remember that I do not have the power to change myself in these areas. I need the supernatural help of a loving God who will set me free. Spirit of the living God, you are not just here to give me goosebumps. You're not just here to give me fuzzy feelings. You're not just here to to make me feel warm. You are here to set me free. Set me free, Lord. That's why you died on the cross. That's why your blood was shed. Not just to give me religion, but to give me hope and freedom and deliverance. And I confess my need of you, Lord. I confess my need of you, precious Jesus. Lord, this meal is a reminder that I can do nothing else but come in vulnerability and say thank you. That because of your sacrifice, he, she, who the Son sets free, is free indeed. Maybe you could open your eyes. You know, one of the things that intrigues me about this meal is that that Jesus used the symbolism of something that I have to actually take. I actually have to consume. I actually, it actually has to go into me. And, And 
in a way, I feel that Jesus is giving us a picture there that what I am speaking to you about, what I am bringing to your life, it has to get into you to work. Just in the same way that food enters me and gives me physical strength, life and energy. So through the breaking of bread, I am reminded of the mystery. It's a mystery. We're not very good always with that. We live in a a world, a time, a season where we've got to know everything. We've got to understand. I've got to understand how I get from A to B. I've got to understand how I get from that point to that point. But you've got to understand when there are some, when it comes to God, there are some things that are a mystery. The mystery, I'm reminded of the mystery. That's what the Bible calls it, the mystery of Christ in me. Which is my hope, the hope of glory. And using these simple earthly emblems, I am reminded of the mystery of Christ in me that it's not about me trying harder, trying my best, trying to be a better person, trying to be a better Christian. It's like like when I'm thinking like that, I'm getting it wrong. It's like I've got to stop. When I come to this meal, I've got to stop and remember, I cannot do this in my own strength. I cannot make it on my own unless My God, you come and help me. Unless your spirit works in me and I cooperate with your spirit, it will never work. But with Christ in me, I will be transformed. I consume him and then he consumes me. Maybe let's take a moment and pause there for a moment. Close your eyes if you want to. Today, I remember that it is not by might, nor by power, but by your Spirit, Lord. I cannot do this in my own strength. This is not just about what happens in my head it's about what must happen in my heart you say love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind and strength Heart, soul, mind, strength. Heart, soul, mind, strength. Everything I've got. Help me, Jesus. As I bring us towards a conclusion and in a moment we'll have an opportunity just to privately take that bread and take that or that wafer and take that that juice and and maybe if there was something that particularly touched your heart as we have worked through this meditation that um, you reflect on that in the breaking of bread today but I want to just draw in conclusion our attention to And we don't need to turn there. You can go to it later if you want to. But Luke 24, Jesus 
I'd been walking along the road to Emmaus with two disciples and there came a moment where, because they'd encouraged him to stay with them, that they, they sat down and they broke bread. Jesus broke bread and in the breaking of bread, their eyes were opened. They hadn't recognized Jesus, but now in this moment, they had a revelation of who Jesus was. Their eyes were opened and they saw in a new way who Jesus was. I'm going to lead you in one final moment of prayer and then the the worship team will just begin to gently sing behind me and using some of the material that we've reflected on today you can take of the bread and take of the cup but just before we do that close your eyes for one more time Lord Jesus where I have been blind help me see where I have failed to recognize you at work open my eyes and my understanding Lord Jesus create in me a clean heart oh God and renew a right spirit within me spirit of the living God fall afresh on me may I become aware in this moment of your precious presence in this room spirit of the living God for a fresh army you've come to the end of this message we hope you've been challenged and inspired stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media just search Heart Church UK